How's it going? Well, my name is Ricky Senpai, and welcome to episode 15 of the DJ Crossover Podcast. With me, I have the resident sensei, as always, Simba. Hey, what's up, everybody? And today's podcast, we have three topics that I think you guys would like. Our first topic of discussion today will be on the success of GTA 5. As you guys already know, GTA 5 is, has always been a successful franchise. Starting back in 2013, it pretty much hit stores by storm and people are buying it up. Me and Simba including, we're one of the guys who uh, played that game heavily. But it's managed to climb and its success has managed to climb up until this very year. So it's crazy to see that a lot of people are still playing that game. Secondly, for our anime segment, we will be talking about why and how anime became mainstream. It's almost now it's become like a very acceptable form of media entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, Simba knows as well, you know, a couple of years back then, you know, people th- thought that people who watched anime were weird. But now mm-hmm. celebrities, people all over, sports stars and stuff are uh, acknowledging that they do love anime. And thirdly, we will be talking about the newly leaked pictures or re- newly released pictures of the new Zack Snyder Joker. As you guys already know, Joker has been uh, one of the most famous DC villains. And coming from a person who is a big fan of DC and also Simba as well, we have some spicy takes on the new look of Joker. Which Joker did you like, Simba? I used to like the Heath Ledger one, but then ever since I saw the Joaquin Phoenix... All right, well, moving on now. (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is biased man (laughs) don't listen we're moving on now so yeah without further ado let us commence this podcast but before we get ahead simba how has your week been my friend it's been pretty busy man i think this is because it's like a apart from public holiday on monday it's pretty much been like a full week at work um Mm. and yes it's been full on but i think it's just me trying to adjust to getting back into work after having such a long holiday and not really doing much as well during the holiday. So I'm kind of getting, trying to adjust to getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. yeah, How about you, bro? How's your week? My week's been, my week's been alright. I've just been suffering from like real bad knee pains. eh? Like Mm. I think I've just swollen knees is is something that I'm dealing with so bad. Never go for a run. I come back and my knees, like they swell up like in a couple of hours. I don't know if that's just old age, man, or I, could, uh, I think I'm just getting old, bro. Nah, you, isn't that your knee injury? Wasn't that yeah, old? it's 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 aggravated from the knee injury, but yeah. bro, you remember the days when you're young, man? You could just bro run, eat, sleep two hours, wake up, like Jeez. do backflips, and still good to go. Yeah, bro, I saw your um your I think you posted on Instagram your picture of your setup. Bro, it looks pretty nice, nice and clean, eh? Bro, I just I'm. And I'm gonna get a new desk, bro. I'm, I want to get like a white desk, yeah. um, with like a kind of a brown oak, not a brown oak, but kind of like a like a oaky look, like a kind of light brown oaky look. Because oh, I want yeah. a more, I want a more like open working area now. Yeah, you're like you know, you're like me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hard, eh? I mean, not shit. having such a closed, like surrounded by screens kind of thing, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be more it, productive, you know. Yeah, I guess we're more productive that way. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. man. Oh, well. <clears throat> Let's get into the podcast. So the first topic is the continued success of GTA 5. And we've seen GTA 5 do something that a lot of games aren't really able to do. What it's able to do is that it's it's lasted from 2013. And Damn. if I'm not mistaken, the second half of 2020 
was the most successful was uh, the second most successful year in GTA 5 franchise history which is yeah. quite weird for a game that came out in 2013 um, on the last gen console so my first question will be to you Simba is why do you think that GTA 5 continues its successful rise and it just keeps on like it just it's not able to slow down why do you think that is Simba right I think it's pretty simple it's just if it's not broken don't fix it <laughs> That's it's, true, yeah. It's like, you know, you go through so many games um, that you that you play, and then every time a sequel comes out, it's like, why did they even, like, bring out a sequel? Why did they change all these things? Like, they could have just stuck to the, like, the the game that was working well and, and, you know, that everyone loves to play and then just keep adding more DLC onto yeah. it. And that's pretty much what Grand Theft Auto has done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, you know, to, to be really honest... Um, Grand Theft Auto's success is because of it. it's because it's Grand Theft Auto, you know, it, 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 and it appeals to not only like you know our age because we grew up with GTA, but also appeals to like you know the the up and coming youth like right now and yeah. you know you know the kind of music that they listen to and all that kind of jazz like it's all about like gangsters and <laughs> you know um, all that kind of stuff you know your past life nah nah nah. Hey man, hey man, let's not go there. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah. So I feel like, and, and and it's one of those games where you can just pick up and play. It's not really hard to learn, you know. It's not like a mm. brand new kind of game with new mechanics and stuff. It's pretty much, you know, you do up your character, um, make him look cool, buy some cars, buy some guns, go around and just wreak havoc. Then that's the online version and. And it's cool because they keep adding something different. They keep adding like new things to buy, new things to to um, get. Um, also, you know, I think when I last played GTA, they first came out with heists, the bank heists yeah. and stuff. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that's when I last played it, and that's pretty. That was pretty cool. I just didn't get. I just didn't get into it. But yeah. So do you th- do you think that um, the online uh, when they added online multiplayer and online play to it, do you think that's what's been carrying it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Any, any, if the multiplayer is there, like it, it's it kind of guarantees like the longevity of the game because on the scale, can, yeah. And it's, it's it's just such a it's no different to what games were like back in two thousand, like the GTA back in two thousand. It's no different, mm. and it's just. It's something that works. So, you know, Rockstar's definitely, you know, thinking like, you know, we don't need to fix this game. We don't need to come out of GTA 6. Our community's happy. They're pleased with the game. They like our updates. They will just stick with it for a couple more years. Because you'd think, you'd think that they'll come out by now. They'll come out for GTA 6. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think they have to. And I wish some games followed the same thing. Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> Destiny, why didn't you just do that? I know, man. Well, what, are you, what, are you, I, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I, I second it. Everything you said was correct. Like, I think you just taken uh, the words right out of my mouth. That's, um, it's, they should have, like, what they're doing now is if it's not broken, like, why do you have to fix it? Mm. I like the fact that they've just had this one game and they've just focused on making the game, um, like they've slowly just implemented small things into it. They haven't really changed like the core like game, but it's crazy. You're right. It appeals to everyone. And it's, it's so weird that it's like, 
I can't believe Minecraft holds the top spot. Bro, you guys don't know. You don't know the power of Minecraft, my friend. You don't know Minecraft, the power. <laughs> for context, for context, Minecraft has sold two hundred million copies, and second is GTA Five. So I'm just when I seen when I seen that stat, I just Minecraft really. I used to like mock you all the time and play Minecraft, but people must really love Minecraft. Two hundred million copies sold. That's more copies sold in the population of New Zealand. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now that you say that, yeah. But right. but that's what I mean. It's like well, Minecraft. Like I know you, I, I know you haven't played. I mean, you probably have played it, but you don't really oh, my like what it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's just it's kind of like open freedom, and you, it's like in a way, it's kind of like a survival game. And and if you don't want to play a survival game, you can do like create one where people just create like amazing things. Yeah, I've seen some of them. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. So it's like you have made this game that's kind of like limitless mm. in a way. And that's kind of like, that's probably like the dream for like every game developer is to make a game that can just like go on for like years and years and years and people will still play. And I think that's what Minecraft has done and that's what GTA is pretty much doing at the moment. I just find it so weird that a game like Minecraft, like so simple, like in its design and what it looks like, it's so popular. It's like mm. consistently up at the top of the Twitch directory. It's like, like it's it's Minecraft streamers are some of the biggest streamers in the world, content creators in the world, and I just, it's it's crazy. I got, I mean, I give it respect. Like, I I respect it, the fact that it can sell two hundred million copies, but it's it's crazy to see the just the massive gap between that and GTA Five. I I remember GTA Five back in two thousand thirteen, like the amount of hype that people people are so hyped for that game. When it yeah. first came out, it, like the hype was like crazy. Mm. But I, I I didn't foresee GTA Five lasting this long. But it's crazy to see like people playing on it like till this day, like live, like people on it all the time. And I guess violence and robbery and like <laughs> free living and like is a big theme in video games now. And people seem to enjoy it. Like, you can live your wildest dreams on GTA Five. You know, it's funny. I even see people making gangs in that game. Yeah, that's well. I think that's another thing that adds to it because I think it's called. Damn, what's it called? It's like real popular in the Pacific Island community. Um, roleplay. That's what it's called. It's called so, roleplay. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. so they actually have like a server. I think it's yeah. like a separate server. Um, mm. and then like, I I don't know how it really works, but it's like. You know, you get hungry, you need to eat food, and you, you, you get, like, a job, and you earn money. Um, and, like, you can also create, like, your own gangs and stuff. Um, and the, yeah, no, it's, it's it's really funny. And, like, people actually, like, go into character um, mm. as well, and which, which is which I think is kind of cool. Um, but, again, this, you know, it's just another aspect of GTA that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, like, attracted, like, a different audience now. And it's, it's kind of cool, mm. I reckon. Um Bro, bro, you know what? What I find amazing is that, you know, when games go multiplayer and like people like, like hack, like hack it like so much, <laughs> that like it just mm. dies. Mm. It's funny because GTA like it, it used to, it used to get hacked like so bad like on when I was still on the PS3. Um, you hacked you know, it for me, eh? No, you invited me to. Nah, hey, nah. You gave me all that money, bro. I, 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 I
I joined the hack lobby, and it was it was <laughs> oh, like it was a random one. I didn't that's ask. That's the story people. now. Eh? Oh, here we go. <laughs> but like it was crazy. Like you're 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 joining a random lobby, and if it's a hack lobby, then you're like do a mission, and you'll get like all this money and all this like rep and all that kind of stuff. And mm. yeah, like and then of course they had GTA had their like you know ban hammers and all that along the way, but it, it never phased the community. It just you know they just kept loyal and they just kept playing. But that's because it's GTA, man. Mm. Like GTA's been around for so long. That's true, and I think you, you've you've pretty much what we can garner from this is the fact it's successful because it's able it's able to keep the same formula like like suspended over a long amount of time, and it's mm. it's just kept to it, and it stayed true to pretty much what the game was. Yeah, but like online multiplayer was you're right. That's what like took it over the tipping point because if it was just the like the old school one where it was just a story, I think it would have died out. But the fact that it's and they keep like for some reason i keep hearing about small dlcs that come out like you said before yeah. and it, it's it's you know it's that's a good way and i i think you're right they should have just done that with destiny like they yeah. definitely should have done a destiny where they just stuck with destiny one and blah, blah, blah. but like i said hey i think since gta 5 so successful that set the bar so high for the next gta like gta yeah. 6 needs to like do something that gta 5 is because if not, just stay with GTA Five and just release like maybe a big story like DLC that adds yeah. to it kind of thing. Like you could do that, but, yeah. I, but I think you know what they'd want to do is that they'd want to utilize like the new like you know engines and stuff to create like a mm. better looking game, which mm. is cool because remember GTA Five was on PS3 and then when the PS4 came out, then you could transfer all your stuff over. Yeah. So maybe that's what might. I mean, I don't know, like they're waiting for a whole new generation to make a new game. So that GTA Five yeah. has pretty much, you know, lived the same amount of time as PS Four. That's smart. Yeah. Maybe CD, CD Projekt Red should have learned that way. Maybe no, they should have thought, hmm, you know what? If we're gonna release the game, we might as well just wait till next gen because it's almost released. Yeah. But now we are greedy and we're just gonna release our <laughs> game and then apologize to everyone for not for lying. Like. Man, hypocrites, man. <clears throat> you hurt, man. But yeah. Anyways, that is our take for GTA 5. Moving on to our anime segment of the podcast, we the question that we have is why and how did anime become mainstream? And the reason why this was a good topic to discuss is because now you see all over social media, you see all over um, pretty much almost everywhere that anime has almost become a... It's almost become its own section in mainstream. And when I say that, I say that because if you go onto Netflix, Netflix was primarily heavily only movies. But it was only recently where it's the anime segment in Netflix is it's 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 crazy. They've got a big catalog and out of all the streaming outlets out there, if you can make it on Netflix, you can pretty much make it pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because Netflix like I remember reading a uh, unusual statistics uh, statistics unusual statistic a couple of months ago that over 60 percent of internet internet traffic is because of netflix and it's crazy and the fact that they've they've decided to have anime as kind of its own little kind of corner on netflix it's crazy because you'd never think that would happen the last 10 years mm. so the reason why me and simple i want to discuss this is that we want to discuss why and how anime became mainstream because it's crazy because you have sports stars out there professing their love 
full anime, mm-hmm. aka NBA, NFL stars, like you name it, rugby stars. It, it's 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 a plethora of them. So first question to you, Simba, is why and how did anime become mainstream? Uh, your personal opinion. Um, uh, that's actually a hard question. I mean, like the reason, the only like reason that I can actually come up with is maybe because. You know, when we grew up, um, you know, we were exposed to anime, but it was kind of like cartoon for us because it came on the same time as your cartoons would normally come on, like Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Beyblade, Digimon, mm. you know, all those all those good TV shows, um, you know, they all aired after school. So we mm. only associated them as cartoons. Like, we never went to school and be like, bro, did you watch this anime on Channel 3, you know, or Channel yeah. 2, Dragon Ball Z? And then I think... In a way, like, as we got older, it kind of, like, we were kind of, like, ushered into this new phase of, like, anime where you kind of, like, have, you know, it's a cartoon and the way that it looks, but it's, um, like, it's a bit more, like, mature? I mean, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like, you know, like, if, 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 like, now, like, if I were to watch, um, anime now, no, anime back then it'll be more regarded as a cartoon but now that you know this new age you can see, you watch anime now people people already know the difference between an anime and a cartoon you know mm. cartoons are, car- are things that come on cartoon network and nickelodeon and all that kind of stuff um or animated and then if it's not from the you know from japan then it's then it's anime oh, shit, i don't mm. even know what i'm saying but it's it's kind of like <laughs> it's, it's all, all i'm trying to say is is that um the reason why it's it's on the highest because it's kind of like as we got older anime became more mainstream um and a lot of people got more exposed to it and people started to see like the beauty in anime mm-hmm. like storytelling and all that kind of jazz and um i think like back then if we were to watch animated people would think that it's like a cartoon um mm-hmm. but now it's kind of different because of the time that we're in yeah i don't know if you know what i mean I don't even know I if I know I, what I mean. <laughs> but, <laughs> open, open for interpretation. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just kind of like, and I think to be honest, like, um, yeah, because I think even Naruto, like, that was seen as a cartoon, eh? Because um, that used to air on Cartoon yeah. Network, didn't it? Um, I mean, cartoon. I mean, we our misconception was that it was just cartoon. It wasn't. People of Japan knew it was always an anime. Yeah. Because it was based off a of manga. I know a lot of cartoons, early cartoons uh, during the 90s and stuff, they were kind of, they, they didn't have a, a comic book to go off. It was kind of just pre-planned. But majority of, of anime come based off a of manga, like uh, Dragon Ball Z and stuff. It's just we out here on the West thought it yeah. was a cartoon based on the fact that it came on like Cartoon Network and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Well... I think the, for me, I think the reason why and how it became mainstream is the fact that the majority of people who enjoy anime and cartoon back then, particularly 90s babies, uh, 90s and I could say late 80s babies who grew up on like Fist of the North Star and grew up on this really old school anime like Cowboy Bebop and stuff. And they've kind of, and also us growing up with Dragon Ball Z and stuff, I think the fact that we are kind of like moving into the working class. Like we're moving into, we're, we're going to essentially replace the working class, like the middle class, which means that now we're moving into our 30s, um, early 40s. 
primarily that's the people you see that are like you know you could say they're kind of in like front of the camera a lot and stuff like movies and sports stars etc and i think because that's our that's our age group moving into that to that bracket like we're kind of not afraid to kind of embrace the fact that we love these things because it's kind of generally accepted and a lot of the audiences that watch the people our age say that make content and blah 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 and people that watch sports stars around our age they're kind of influenced by the because they're younger they're able to accept more that hey man these these guys watch anime like so it's all right we can watch anime too so it's kind of like embracing both periods cause where when we were like say really young you know we didn't see our adults or or people our right. age like really embrace it they were kind of like you know what you're gonna work hard you're gonna find a good job become a lawyer a doctor get married and have kids it was kind of that was kind of like the bar but now we're moving into them to the middle class we're yeah. kind of like the more genuinely accepting of and we love anime so we're not afraid to say it. that's why you see like nfl stars out there like um which Crunchyroll always features it. I just laugh when they, when they ask them, what's your favorite anime? They're just like Dragon Ball Z. It's like, bruh, man, like I'll probably only see one or two that's actually given really good answers. Um, animes besides that. But yeah, it's like the argument where if you're, you're not a real anime fan, if you only watch Dragon Ball Z, you know what I yeah, mean? That kind yeah, of argument. Yeah. But I think the reason why it's become mainstream is that it's being genuinely more accepted because our age group is moving into that working class bracket, middle class bracket, and we're mm. kind of more accepting of it. Where, like I said, a couple of years ago, if we were to say that to our parents, that like we did, it wasn't accepted by the mass media. The fact mm. it's on Netflix, and there's like a lot of like apps everywhere where you can watch it, means that it's become mainstream. Like you can't deny the fact that it's not mainstream because it's it it is it it really really is mainstream. That's mm. so true. It's you know. I think you pretty much just said what I what I wanted to say, but you mm. worded it better. But like, it's funny that you say that because, you know, when um when I'm at at, at school, um like when I ask the kids like, you know, if they watch anime, um and then I the and they say yeah, and they and I ask them you know what's your favorite anime, and they normally say, um a lot of people say One Piece, which is kind of cool, um but then my third question I just follow up and is like I always ask them how did you get into anime. Because this mm. is like this is generation. This generation is still up and coming. You know, they're only twelve, thirteen, eleven. Um, and when I ask them that question, the answer is always like, "Oh, I'm my older brother or my older cousin or my old or my uncle or auntie." And then like yeah. they're always around yeah. our age. And it's, yeah. it's kind of thing because, you know, if most anime watchers now who are probably between the ages of like ten and eighteen, they would have been influenced by someone maybe our age who would have seen anime and cartoons like you know more accepting and we see it as accepting and so we're watching it and then they get drawn in and then they you know they um they accept it as well and then it kind of just like goes on and on Mm. um from there so it's it's kind of interesting that you say that because yeah you're right we are the more accepting like generation you know us in our age now and for able to 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 able to pass that on to our younger generation who probably wouldn't see anime as accepting on face value That's like true. you know yeah. um, because there's all, all these other things that um you know they're all interested in like you know tiktok and all that kind of jazz i don't know what the heck's on there you ever talk to me no you do you talk no i don't want to <laughs> bro i have tiktok <laughs> but like i watch like cat videos and stuff <laughs> it's like your instagram as well you keep sending me those like instagram videos yeah on the reels <laughs> cat videos bro cat videos are the best yeah 
it's but, cool that you have yeah. students that come up to you and tell you um and they kind of they 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 talk to you and stuff about anime and see the thing is because you're a teacher um and you've experienced it you know you can give them that kind of conversation back where if we mm. were to say to our primary teacher back then you know they'd probably definitely they, they, they wouldn't understand but because you know if someone came up to you and talked about naruto you'd be like Man, yeah I mean, naruto is and the fact that they say one piece um is a lot of their favorite i think that's because like i said anime it's more you there's more ways to access it now yeah you can watch one piece where back then we pretty On much Netflix, just watched yeah. the tv yeah 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 we pretty much just watch what the tv was like gave us <laughs> so we didn't really have a chance to choose uh what we wanted to watch but I find it interesting that you were able to reinforce my point about um, the students like talking to you about anime and you asking them and they're saying that it's from their older cousin or older you know, uncle or which is cool. And mm. it's only a good thing. It's only a really good thing that we're able to embrace um, anime because it's, just, it's such an underrated medium. Like it, I still it's, find it weird that people find it like it's, it's such an out of the gate community the funniest example i have is that um my brother junior because he's a bodybuilder and stuff good looking chap just ripped to the bones and I, I, he just he just doesn't get the fascination um <laughs> the fascination he's i remember him talking to him about um the armageddon expo and he'd just chuckle and he's like man i find it so weird like i feel so out of place blah, blah. And, but he's one of our biggest supporters of our channels like he's I spoke to him the other day and he was telling me he was watching our videos and stuff on our nice. YouTube. So, so yeah, a shout out to the, to the little bro. Shout um, man. Shout bro. so I guess, yeah, I guess it's, it's a good way to see things. So I, I like the fact that you're able to reinforce it. You um, know, you yeah. know what the trick is though? You what? have to give them the right anime to watch. You reckon? Yeah. I mean, like you can't, you can't expect someone to get into anime if you give them a slice of life anime. Bro, yeah. like slice of life. His, the misconception is like, what did you? Okay, uh, let's hit the street. What What did you think slice of life is? Like just normal, like living, like day to day. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember back then, a couple of years ago, I think it was back in 2018, where I was talking about slice of life. I'm not sure if it was you or no, it might have been Donny that was kind of rolling his rolling his eyes because I think he thought slice of life was a was like a like a. <laughs> I think he might have thought it was like a like a fetish type anime. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have thought, but it's it's completely the opposite. Like haiku is could be considered a slice of life shonen. It could be, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like I said, it's based on real life things that they're doing, and it's it's yeah. I think anime, like the fact that people are getting into it more, is only a good thing, a really mm. good thing. I remember when you got into anime. See, I liked anime, but not in this scale. You yeah. introduced to me Death Note. I remember back in 2013. Yeah, would have been 13, yeah. Bruh, and that just reignited this fuck. This passion just went... Phew. Yeah. Still one of my favorite animes, Death Note. Really, really good. But that's what I mean. Like, you could show anybody Death Note and they would love it. Like, I, I remember I've, I've shown my cousins and they didn't watch anime. I was, yeah. I was showing some of my other mates and they don't watch anime either and they just loved it and then I think ever since then they've tried to find like other anime that's not like shonen because I don't think they're a fan of shonen but they kind of like things like they kind of like things like Death Note and like seinen kind of animes like um aimed for mature audiences yeah like yeah. I think Tokyo Ghoul would be a good one yeah or yeah Psych Bruh. Psycho Pass Psycho Pass Psycho Pass yeah, yeah. 
so those kind of animes like it's kind of like more mature for mature audiences but like keeps in on the edge of their seat you know that's so true i think yeah. and that's that's a good thing anime can cater to every single audience definitely moving on to the last um topic of our anime segment is our episode 86 of attack on titan review and episode 68 um to its credit um was a good episode but before i give you my takes apparently simba uh, wasn't really happy with the way the latest episode was uh was put together so simba what is it about the latest episode of attack on titan did you not like so boring <laughs> <laughs> i think i almost fell asleep like twice <laughs> oh, i yeah, probably yeah. was tired from work but yeah, uh, yeah i didn't i didn't i don't know i just didn't like it I think I think I was expecting like some revelation to happen, mm. but nothing really happened. It was just kind of like the aftermath, but like a quiet version. <laughs> they, they, the they, yeah, now keep going, keep going. No, no, oh yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, I just I just found everything so mellow, um, mm. and it kind of like went from this hype and it just kind of like like a real like it came down real fast. It was mm. kind of real mellow. Like I, I mean, I understand that, you know, you got to have episodes like that. But I think it was just the, oh, what's it called? The contrast between the newest episode and in the episode before that, it's so massive. And I just, I think I expected like a steady climb down, steady mm. slowdown rather than a real quick sharp. Like you know, this whole episode was just mellow, mm. and yeah. That's pretty much all I'm gonna say because I've been repeating myself. Like, yeah, I think like it's it's see, I'm a more like I kind of like look at the bigger picture when um, I watch anime. And I think this episode, I I kind of enjoyed in the fact that it kind of explained a lot of things that were unclear. Um, especially like what I was like really keen to know was that because this this. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. In case you know, um, uh, you know, doesn't want to hear Ahsoka, please move on to the next segment. But um, and we're anime watchers only because we've had our, our good friend Kage tell us that um, he's upset and he hates it when we talk about Attack on Titan because he's read the manga and he knows what happens. But this is me and Simba. We're speaking from an anime perspective only, so yeah. don't kill us. But like, I like the fact that like it was able to it kind of it sewed together points where. Remember at the start of um the season, you didn't really know what was going on with with um Levi and the crew. No. Like no, you, you just didn't know what happened. And the fact that they were able to kind of circle back and you kind of kind of see how they were able to infiltrate, you know how they had the new character, the the Yeah. The, um I know you're talking about. The, uh, yeah, they've uh, had the female, the tall ass female. Yeah. yeah. Far that tall ass female reminds me of that big chick from uh Game of Thrones. Yeah, the big oh, chick. Um the night the night yeah, yeah. It reminds me of her <laughs> so like the fact that they were like that was that was cool because you were able to see how they were able to because they never knew that you were like remember they were astounded at the fact that there are things called airplanes where you can attack from the top yeah when they were telling yeah. sasha and levi and and they were just explaining to him a lot of things that they didn't know and to see their reaction and to see them kind of realize that the outside world is bigger mm -hmm. than they imagined that there's other nations and that's something that I like to I like to see because I just don't like plain action of our context. It's it's 
it's a good thing when you go back and to see it and mm-hmm. the, the, the the sweet moment where sasha and the the malayan prisoner who knew how to cook yeah yeah you know, that yeah. part and she actually absolutely loved his cooking and that kind of mellowed him down and then he started cooking for more and then kind of like i'm a person that loves context not too much context like to the ceo jack dorsey when he bans everyone else but like leaves all his buddies <laughs> on but um it's it's i like this episode the fact that it was able to show us a little bit more like deeper like i know if tony was here probably laughing he'd be like shut up <laughs> but i like the fact that it was able to give us context because they couldn't have just attacked out of nowhere there was a reason behind it i mean like I, I mean I, I don't think you needed an episode to explain all that kind of stuff to be yeah. honest, if the episode did anything, it would have just been that made people miss Sasha a little bit more. That's true. I kind of miss Sasha. And yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Sasha. Yeah, me neither. But like, yeah. you know, they killed her off the two previous episodes and then, um, and then now they're like adding all these nice things about what she did and the connections mm. she had. So it's kind of like, well... <laughs> I, I like, know it's it, they're playing on the heartstrings. Um, that's 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 what I got out of the episode, and I was just kind of like, man, you've got like the story that's developing. You know, start off the, um, you know, with um, oh, the, I keep forgetting his name, Reiner, and all you know his people, and you warrior, know, yeah, yeah, and then you have um, you know, um, Aaron and Levi and them all infiltrating, and now all of a sudden they're all going back, and then now they're like reminiscing, and I'm just like, mm, I yeah. think that's. I think see, I think that's that's where our like tastes kind of collide because I thought like it's there was a like like hey, I'm gonna talk about philosophical things here, but do you remember the part when um they were all gathered around Sasha's headstone and Sasha's parents came over yeah. and they yeah. started crying and then the, and the Malayan the prisoner yeah, um, yeah 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 the the Malayan prisoner who the cook um remember at first he he was the one who was kicking and screaming remember they they they, they, they um. What's her name? Do you remember when the sh- when they first came up in the ship, the Malayans? He was the one who was telling him to just shoot. Remember at the start? Uh, the start yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like you could tell he was hardcore Malayan to the hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no changing who he was. But to see him develop a relationship with Sasha, and it, like there was like a common understanding. Because if you don't remember, you remember. Um, this is why I kind of like Mikasa in this episode because Mikasa was telling Aaron like, why don't we like like stop this and why don't we just have more time for us to go and talk to them and explain mm. our differences oh, and yeah, you know, I like that part yeah and then aaron's like you know aaron's hard head he's like nah they're good aaron didn't want to do any of that stuff but that was related to the point where when they were at the headstone she was able to uh the parents were able to talk to the cook and then the cook was like you could see the half elsora in his eyes because he realized that everything that was told to him about the audience being devils and stuff that's all a lie because he mm. developed a good friendship and they were able to shake hands. And then you see that commonality that we're humans, you know, there's more to us than just the hatred and stuff that's been like spread onto us by our own races. Yeah. And that's why I like the episode because for the first time you see a race that was supposed to hate each other, like meet on common ground. Boom. That's why this was a good episode. And that's why I think this episode, I, I'd, I'd like to rank it like my second favorite episode of the season based purely on, 
you need to look like at that. Said, oh, come on, second favorite, really? Second favorite, second favorite. Oh, like I said, this is what I mean, man. Like, you can't always. That's why I enjoyed um, Violet Evergarden and Donnie, like, just couldn't be <laughs> fall asleep through it. Because, like I said, you need to understand more than just the fights, but you need to see that people can work through the differences. Yeah. You're a teacher, man. You should understand these things. But you're no, I, no, I get it. I, I get what you're saying, but it's like... You want to see some dicing? Nah, it was... <laughs> nah, it was just, like, shoved in there, like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'd, 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 I'd like to... You know, all the things you mentioned about, like, Sasha and, and the cook having this relationship and, like, you know, um, and then them accepting, um, you know, him as, like, you know, as a comrade or, like, you know, someone who can, like, live alongside them, mm. um, even though he's pretty much a Malian. Like... This was all shoved into one episode. You'd 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 think that something like that would like you'd want something like that to kind of like uh, you know I simmer see. a little bit. I see. And I see. Yeah, and it's and, and I think it's you know because the last season of the season and all, and they're trying to like cram everything in. Like I understand that too, but mm. it's things like that, like those little things that um that you know bring life to an anime, um mm. those are the kind of things that I like to kind of see over a couple more episodes. I see. Yeah. You know. Because a lot of things have already happened, and I already think, to be honest, like, I would have liked those things to kind of expand a little bit more, as mm. well. Um, but that kind of stuff, that kind of like pulls on your heartstrings, kind of draws out Sasha's character, kind of draws out, you know, this Malian character that we've only just met, like or already met, know yeah. who he is or who she is. Mm. So, um, you know, it's all just shoved into this one episode, and then I think the next episode is like. What's it called? Oh, fuck, I forgot. Because they show like a little bit of preview of, preview of the next episode. I never I never stay for that. As soon as it's finished and then the credits oh, start really? rolling. Oh, bro. At least oh, it's a fire outro, then I'll stay and watch. But uh, to be okay. honest, the outro and the intro this, this season really sucks. Yeah, it's not that good, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there's like, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. And I like that about anime. But I just wish we had a little bit more time to digest it, to kind of experience a little bit more, rather than just like throwing at us. Mm. And it's like, yeah. yeah, this is what you know. This is the relationship that Sasha had, but you know, she's dead now, so you can't really appreciate her anymore as well. That's true. <laughs> I think from your uh, from your criticism, I think it's that's right. I think it's something like that should have been expanded over more episodes. But to think about it, if it was expanded more episodes, you'd probably find the next two episodes boring as well. Nah, because like, imagine, imagine if we knew all of this before Sasha died. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, me knew we we didn't really care about her, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And then now that we're seeing what's happened in this episode, we're like, oh man, like, you know, she was actually pretty cool. You know, the conversation she had with, like, Aaron and all that, and Mikasa, and then, you know, the relationship she had with the cook. Yeah, we didn't know that until after she died. Which, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, carry on, carry on. Now, which I, I understand the effect they're trying to do, you know, like, this person died, and then this is what she had. Uh, this is the relationship that she had and the impact she had as well. Mm. But, like, you know, the only thing that I knew about Sasha is that she was really, really close with um those two. I don't know their names. It's Coney and, Coney and yeah the other guy. Um, I forgot his name. He's got the he's got the one on the side and four on yeah, the top. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your old hairstyle. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> no, like those, those are the like 
I felt that for those two, because those they were mm. really close up right, right from the beginning. They were kind of always together and stuff. So, but then you have you found out all this other stuff. So it's like, bro, she's gone now. So you can't really. Yeah. yeah, I seen on Twitter the voice actor of Sasha, like even mm. said goodbye as well to the series. Oh, really? I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I it's it's normal that. for a lot of actors when they get wiped off uh, of anime to to kind of um express like the remorse and sadness for leaving the the anime. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. I think you hit it on the spot where I think it happened too fast. I think I was just more appreciative of the fact that the Aldians and Malians like met on common ground and they're like you know. They develop relationships, but I think you're right. They should have tried to expand it a little bit more over the next few episodes. But um, because we're only anime watchers, I think maybe in the manga they might maybe. have kind of touched on it yeah. a bit more. Yeah, we were able to see and manga readers like, bro, you two don't know, man. This actually happens <laughs> a lot more. But you know, don't uh, shoot us. We I really want to read it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't for the sake so, of the podcast. For the sake of the podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think Attack on Titan. I think we'll be excited for the next episode. I mean, sh- I wanted you to watch um, God of High School. Like, oh, I had, that's I, right. Yeah. I hadn't watched God of High School, but I binged it last week. All of the episodes in two days, and bra. Good. It remind bra. This is okay. This might be going out on a, on a, on a, on a, on Olympia, but I think for the first like for a thirteen episode anime. I've never seen an anime just kind of it went through its sequences so well, like its story, fight scenes, um, and the climax. It hit those three so like so like so. I don't know. I gave it a ten out of ten, like for every time it hit those sequences, and it, it's mm. it's kind of like it gave you thirteen episodes. It gave you what you wanted. It didn't lie to you what it wanted to tell you, and it went through the progression, gave you action, like. I was just astounded. 13 episodes. I couldn't believe that it did exactly what we wanted to watch. I think you'd absolutely enjoy this because from episode 1 to 13, it's just like action packed, brah. Like animation nice. on point. And it reminded me, do you remember the Van Damme movie, The Quest? Back from Ooh, the early, I like, love. late 90s, The Quest. Yeah. And he fights the big Mongolian at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that- I remember the scene. Yeah, yeah. And the dude is like, the Mongolian walks in and they're inside this big room and he just like cuts the table in half. He just yeah. like, do you remember the quest? Yeah, yeah. I remember, Bro. like, I, I think of the, one of those movies they see air on Channel 4. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. quest. Mm. If you guys haven't seen the quest by Van Damme, that is an amazing movie. And that, rem- like, it, it's based on a tournament setting where from episode one through to episode, like, 13, it's just action packed. Like, you meet the character. It doesn't piss around and tell you that this is a backstory, but it kind of just it throws it onto you and it gets the job done. Like mm. it's man, I know I have these spirits where I'm just like, bro, this anime is so good. But for something to hit like my free kind of check markers, like just like that, I was amazed. And I was as I was like, bro, you need to watch it. It's the only 13 episodes so we can discuss it because it's all right. Oh, man, I'll it's... make it a goal for our next one then because I got a lot. Uh, I've got that. I've got. To finish Jujutsu Kaisen, and I have to um, finish Demon Slayer before yes, the movie. Demon, yeah, before the movie. Yeah, Jadif, you got a lot of homework to do. So on top of your your daily life and work and stuff, which is already busy, you have homework for the podcast. Do for the uh, podcast. Find time to watch some anime. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> love. I absolutely love. 
got a high school. And I love bulgogi because of that. Korean dish. Have you heard of the, the Korean dish, bulgogi? No. It's like a meat kind of, it's like, I went this, I went earlier this evening with uh, my partner and my sister. Oh, yeah. Nice. I had I, I seen bulgogi on God of High School and I just ate bulgogi. Bulgogi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice, man. It's like this meat mixture. It's got a little bit of like kimchi mixed into it. It's amazing. All right. Nice. M- moving on to our last uh, segment, and that is our pop culture segment. And we will be discussing Zack Snyder's new Justice League. Um, not more not more so the film, but more so the new Joker images that were released. Um, here at Nations Gaming, we are fans of uh, DC. More so Simba is a more so a fan of Marvel, but I think DC is better. But that's for another uh, topic discussion. But we've just we've managed to have a look at the new Jared Leto Joker, and there's some spicy takes there because apparently Simba uh, thinks that the best Joker, which I will leave him, for him to discuss. So Simba. What do you think of the new Jared Leto Joker, and who is your favorite Joker? In my I, opinion, and give give valid reasons why. To be honest, this Jared the Jared Leto Joker that they've um, revealed to us, sorry, um, was I think is better than the other Jared Leto Joker. I think. I he, agree. He looks, he looks a bit more like. This is only based on this is my opinion. Um, the the first Jared Leto Joker, it like, it had no resemblance to the Joker whatsoever. It, um, he looked more like a real like. Uh, even though Joker is psycho, like you know that's like his character, but he looked more just like more like a rap star, like a rap yeah, star and, yeah. It's like, like a, a it's like a cool psycho, and I'm like, oh, no, no, that's a stink, that's a stink psycho. No, not to be, a, you know. You're trying to be like the badass of Gotham, and you're gonna come out looking like a cool psycho. Like shit, man, that's mm. not cool. And, um, anyway, yeah. So that's what the Jared. That was the old Jared Leto, and I absolutely, I didn't like him. I didn't like the way he looked, and like the way he acted as well. But this one, this one actually looks pretty, pretty legit. Um, pretty fine. Yeah, he he looks, um, you know, his, his, the way he he looks kind of like pays homage to um Heath Ledger a yeah. little bit. And he kind of looks, yeah, he just looks a little bit better, to be honest. Um, he looks a little bit more dark, a little bit more sinister, which is always a good thing when it comes to Joker and being a villain. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with um, with this Joker. Personally, my favorite Joker is Joaquin Phoenix. The Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, and that's because of how he was portrayed in the movie. You haven't seen the movie yet. I just seen what Joker looked like and I was like, bro, it's trash, bro. It's yeah. trash, bro, bro. You're gonna you're gonna come over to my house one day, we're gonna watch that movie. Because honestly, it's one of those movies that Oh like you invited me for Super Bowl. You... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I had to work anyways. I was just... <laughs> stuff you <laughs> call me out like that <laughs> um no yeah so because this, this joke because joaquin's joker man like even though he doesn't look um because I, I know we're basing this off looks but like mm. joaquin's joke joaquin phoenix's joker 
like it doesn't he doesn't really doesn't have the doesn't look like the joker that we see in the comics because it's like it, it's his origin it's like you know how he was um you know how he how he became the joker pretty much that's it, what the story it, is, is that's what the story is yeah oh okay so it's so, not he hasn't done any bad things yet he's just yeah so kind of, yeah, yeah so you kind of see like why he became joker why he sees things or like why he does the things that he does and you know what actually drove him to the point to you know to actually be like this villain i um, mean why a lot of people and um and gotham or like why a lot of people actually followed joker because it, it's kind of like one of those stories where it's like who's the bad guy kind of mm. thing um and you know it's kind of like uh what's that my hero academia stain you know like he he was a villain but he was a villain for a reason and it kind of like with, with joaquin yeah. phoenix's joker like yeah. not only it does it give like reason or like the origin story to the joker but bro the way that this guy portrays joker and, and how he takes you on his this journey of like how he got mentally like you know ill and how he portrayed that and how um he showed it develop into something worse is just amazing man and mm. yeah i've never like you know with heath ledger you you see like the product of joker and then the same thing with jared leto and all the other jokers but you never ever see like the stages of how joker develops and then when he finally becomes you know the joker that's just yeah that's why you have to watch this movie so you enjoy the story more not so not so much more his uh his uh delivery of the joker no i enjoyed his delivery of the joker oh, okay and i really think that if they gave him a chance to actually mm. be the joker like you know in his final form and um in a movie i reckon mm. he'll do it justice i reckon he'll be just as good as heath ledger bro just like him that's, on gladiator that's my second it. favorite Hated his guts on Gladiator. You remember him, Gladiator? Who? Joaquin Phoenix. He was the son. He was Commodus's. Uh, he oh, was uh, yes, yeah, the son. Yeah, it was all good. Bro, he was such a good actor in that. But it's interesting. Um, I think my thoughts on it. I, I, when I seen the leaked pictures, I like, bro, this is how, this is how a Joker should look like. Yeah, you're right. Mm. The tattoos, the whole punk, punk look, kind of rap style look of like head yeah. grills, like gold teeth yeah, and stuff. <laughs> yeah that's what i mean i think he was trying to have like a cool take because remember uh the suicide squad um mm. like i said it was like a cool thing hot thing that was the that just came out and people i think they might have tried to make it look cool like it's a with the cool kids on the block but yeah, it kind of backfired but this new jared leto I, jared leto as the joker like in the movie justice league like just him being the joker he suits the bill he like he his acting like of joker is mean but yeah you're right the look of him just didn't like it didn't just didn't sit well but the newly released pictures him black and white and he's sitting in there like in a kind of a thing suit they mm. look so much better cleaner like let the scars tell the story you know let, let like let his sinister look like his 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 <laughs> the amount of eyeliner he was wearing and stuff kind of kind of tell the story i have heavy eyeliner it. man but i think my favorite joker is definitely <sighs> heath ledger's that's I think even if Joaquin Phoenix was given a chance like to act out Joker, I just I don't think he could he could deliver a I don't think he could deliver like Heath Ledger did. Even though he's an Academy Award winner actor, Joaquin Phoenix, I thought he won it for a movie. I thought a movie it was, but he he has won a uh, Academy Award. But I think Heath Ledger 
did an amazing job, man. I oh, he did definitely. I did. He definitely did. He, but what we're basing this off looks, right? We're basing this off looks. Yeah, you know, we weren't gonna discuss the movies, but I think the best looking Joker is definitely Heath Ledger Joker. What's your favorite look, Joker? You like um, you like the Joaquin Phoenix look, eh? Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, because it's, it's, it's you, you can't compare it because it's two different jokers and two different timelines. I mean, we're just comparing what they look like. Yeah, like the the. I mean, based on what you've seen, like look wise, who do you think is a better looking Joker? Probably Heath Ledger. Probably Heath Ledger. Yeah, definitely not Jared Leto. So you like you, you like the Dark Knight version more? Yeah. You like yeah. Dark Knight more? No, Dark Knight version of Joker. Bro, stop trying to... Just... Bro, Avengers will always be better than Dark Knight. You're <laughs> <laughs> smoking crack? You're smoking crack? <laughs> Avengers not better than Dark Knight. Bro. Nah, yeah, so... Yeah, I reckon. Are you seeing the... Did you see the new... Um, I seen news that they're gonna... Marvel is working on the Eternals. That looks so cool. I mean, I'll probably want to watch it if they're going to talk about the Eternals. Because even me, who's not a big fan of the Marvel Universe, I've heard of the Eternals. So it'll be pretty cool to see and, what they dish out with on that. Angelina Jolie's playing one of them, I think. Or what I heard. Is she? Yeah. Is she? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, have your S tier actor, actress come to Marvel. Well, Martin Scorsese said that Avengers not movie is not considered a movie. And I tend to agree with a with a with a uh, world renowned director as Martin Scorsese. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny the amount of like butthurt Avengers fans, but they just came out and just hit up Martin Scorsese on Twitter, like every all the socials and stuff, calling him out on it. But I was like, I think it's just it's it's like I said, everyone has an opinion these days. Yeah. But I'm excited. Like I said, DC, like I like DC. And I remember we had this conversation before. Is if DC just like like I said, how they're going now with the new Zack Snyder movie as it's 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 rated now. I'm excited. If they just if, just go through the dark tones. Like if you're dark, Bro. make your movies dark. Like if kids can't see it, so be it. Like, you know, it's it's they'll eventually grow up in a couple of years and watch it. But and watch tell it, yeah. the story. Yeah, tell the story as true as you can tell it. Don't that... try and like sugarcoat it. Like that's let so Marvel true. let Marvel do, Marvel do it well, and that's one thing Marvel always does well is that they're able to appeal to all audiences and still keep everything PG. But, but see, now they killed off, yeah, yeah. But see, that's the thing though. Like Marvel is kind of like most of their main superheroes don't really have like a dark, you know, like side to them. Oh, not really dark side to them. I mean, like their story and and then their and them being a superhero. Didn't involve didn't involve much like dark like stuff. If you know mm. what I mean, like DC is yeah, kind of like, no no like willing to die on the hill. Someone's gonna nah, someone's gonna say you're. I mean, I mean, guys, like okay, like you know, there's the Punisher, there's all that, all those kind of people. Like you know, obviously that you know they have like some dark stuff. And if anybody came out for Punisher movie and put it PG, like they're crazy. Like don't ever do that in your life. Like yet with the Punisher, you know, he was ruthless. Um, you know, he tortured his, like, um, the people that he needed to interrogate or, or he wanted to kill. Like, you know, he tortured them. And then, and, and you could never put that movie into a PG. It's, that's just, that's so stupid. But like. Marvel would do it. Marvel can find a way to do it. <laughs> but like with DC, like with DC, mm. like, you know, most of them, is, they kind of like have a real, like, 
it's like a real dark side or like they real it's like a when you read the comics uh, through DC comics like you can you kind of like realize the dark undertones and um just how they tell their stories a bit more mature than they do. Marvel yeah, yeah. The, the comics um, I remember reading Batman comics man there's some of the darkest like like illustrations that I've seen like on comics exactly. I used to steal them from the library oh shucks yeah you're the guy that sold all the comics in Mangry. <laughs> bro, I went to the Mega Library of the Comics. <laughs> bro, they said to go to the Pepper Toy Library. Yeah. <laughs> Just steal the comics and stuff. And... Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Them. And that's why DC should always, like, they should stick to, um, you know, being R rated or at the very least be like an M rated mm. for mature audiences. Um, yeah, because it'll bring out the. The, the, the things that make DC like worthwhile that make it good that and it's real authentic so I think if if they were if if, if a Japanese studio was able to take hold of like you know of like uh, the American comics earlier I think they would have been a bigger hit as animes because if you look a lot of the anime now and then if you look at the manga and you see the the illustration artistry on it compared to to the Marvel comics, I think there's just no comparison. Like, if you look at like the Marvel comics, the artistry on that is just the detailing is just out of this yeah. world, man. I remember just looking at it. And I, I remember if, if, and when you look at the cartoons and stuff, it's not really like a representation of what like it looks like, nah. like on the comics. Nah. Like, they've always kind of like kind of remolded it and yeah. kind of made it look a little bit more streamlined. But a lot in manga, a lot of the times, they just kind of take what they see on it and they, that's pretty much the animation that they run with. For. So I imagine, man, imagine if they actually did that with the like, DCM. Yeah. yeah. Bruh, That'd be that would be cool. It would be so cool. Mm. Another an interesting news uh, before we wrap up, I seen, uh, you know, the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I seen that the, one of the main actors in the oh, yeah. Piranha was kicked off for yeah, well, apparently some sort I just have, and you know, you know, I, I think the thing that kind of not upset me, like it doesn't, nothing would upset me, something what I, I disagreed with was the fact that a gaming page, two gaming pages, or maybe three reported on this. Like, I just think that gaming should kind of, because she is quite um, a political head, like, um, she, she, like she knows her politics and stuff. So she's kind of real, she's aligned to one certain side. Mm. So I think the fact that gaming, like, gaming stations and that covering it and sharing it as news and stuff i just think they should just kind of detach away from it yeah i think like they should just leave politics and all of that on one side and just leave gaming away from it but what i've found lately with like all the big gaming um gaming stations or the gaming like um pages and stuff out there like ign and GameSpot and stuff is that it's like they're just trying to like just find a fine line man just to kind of dabble in it but it's kind of like Man, there's already a lot, a ton load of politics going around. Why don't we just kind of detach from it and just have just gaming and pop culture? So, you know, because like I said, me and you were going to try to watch The Mandalorian and you know a lot more about Star Wars than I do and stuff. Like after seeing that now, I don't think I want to watch Mandalorian. <laughs> like just because I'm like, bruh, I think someone's personal views should stay where they are. And you just kind of detach that from like their role. It's, it's, I just find it so weird. It's, it's. In a mm. in a time now where we're supposed to be so accepting of each other and so tolerant, man, that it's just crazy to see the direction of, especially because the reason I'm saying this is because when you slowly like 
let that happen, it's going to start to seep into gaming and stuff now. Yeah. And I mean, I just like gaming to be pure. Like, leave gaming as just gaming. Like, yeah. And when I see gaming pages, like, share stuff like that, and it's just like, bro. About Halo and why Halo is so good. Yeah, I guess it's kind of hard, though, like, to detach, like, when it comes to actors and actresses when those things happen. I mean, I don't think gaming pages should really report on that kind of stuff and they kind of, like, add their viewpoint or their take on it, I guess. I think that kind of muddles everything up. Because um, if you look at the yeah. comments, bro, the comments are just back. And, like, from every conversation I've seen, a lot of them are pretty much in favor of Gina Carano. Mm. of of you know it's like it's it's crazy looking at the comments and the thing is that just creates like an environment where gamers and they are just like fighting them or nothing yeah you know i'd rather oh. them fight over why xbox is better than playstation or vice versa <laughs> than them fighting yeah. about like stuff that potentially lead to like politicized like views because like i said man this world now is already full of like politics and stuff and you kind of just want to stay away from it like leave what's pure pure and it's for people to get out away from it and to enjoy it more Mm. which is crazy which led to um yeah i just really think that gaming should be kept pure and the fact that a gaming page is sharing stuff like that it's just it's crazy man imagine going onto a page where you want to see something cool and they share to you the fact that michael jackson got shot (laughs) it's just like bro it's a gaming page yeah, they should really stick to what, what they're supposed to be sticking to. Eh? Just mm. to, you know, I mean, like, people, that's why people go to these pages is to get gaming news, gaming, or see, like, gaming, like, um, topics or, like, hot takes on different kind of games. And, and like, you'd think that, like, you know, with a gaming page, like, the the topics and the stories that they can cover would be endless. There's so mm. many video games being played, being and developed, um, I mean, being developed and stuff like that. You think that they could never run out of news, you know? And they go out of their way to kind of like, you know, use this piece of news that it's pretty much like a headline. You go on their site, it's like the first thing you see. And it's like, uh But I'm thinking probably because Mandalorian like falls into pop culture. That is because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a loved series by everyone that they kind of have to report like, oh yeah, Gina Carano was sacked from, she's like a hot MMA fighter. If you guys don't know who Gina Carano is. So, yeah, I mean, hey, it's the world that we live in. Um, where if you don't agree with someone, you silence them. Cough, cough. Um, You're coughing too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> cough, cough. Labor supporters, though. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, but like I said, I think we should keep the purity of gaming and anime and pop culture the way it is. But Definitely. that's our take. Um. Yeah, was there anything else you would like to add to him before we wrap up? Nothing, man. What a good range of topics we had. We covered pretty much all three. Gaming, pop culture, and um, anime. Good stuff, man. And my team, the Bucks. The Bucks, baby. That's not your team, bro. Number one supporter. Your team never made the playoffs. Cut it out. (laughs) Number one supporter, baby. (laughs) Bucks all day. Bro, I really... I, I was, you know, I'm being honest with you. I was going for the Bucks that game, and only because I want Brady to be established as the goat. Like he deserves it, man. He's the, the fact that he can go to another team on the first year and mm. take them to the Super Bowl. That's amazing. First that's amazing. year, amazing like, on the first year, like you know, no maybe as well. 
no preseason. No preseason. And probably through one of the most difficult years in football history. It was COVID, having empty stadiums, home field advantage gone. Doesn't matter, doesn't exist. And you just pretty much played to an empty crowd. The only crowd that was there was the Super Bowl crowd. I was actually quite amazed that they let that happen. Um considering the coronavirus in America, but well in Florida it's like a, it's oh, it's a not governor. That. Yeah, the but if you're the governor of their state you kinda of have ultimate say what happens in your Oh state. true. Okay. But it was good to see the crowd there. Imagine a Super Bowl with no people there. Yeah. I would have just turned the t- I didn't get to watch the match um live because obviously I was dead asleep for work, but I didn't manage to watch the I did manage to watch the condensed version, which is like, I don't know. Just play by play. Play by play. Yeah. And I was amazed. I couldn't believe it. I, man, the defense played out of their skin. Mate. They I've never that that's probably like the best you want your team to perform. To perform both offensively and defensively. Like mm. really good. And and the shows in the score. You have a high scoring your team scores the highest while you kept their team score really low. And you can that that's a big indication that your team is, you know, firing on all cylinders. Performing at their best on both sides of the ball, bro. They Patrick Mahomes, he couldn't he couldn't do anything, man. It got to a point where his O line started to collapse, and it almost looked like I was watching Russell Wilson. He was trying to like dodge, weave, and trying to throw the ball as he's running. And I'm like, nah, man. Rest in peace to the Seahawks, man. Oh, gee, such, such, a, such a <laughs> such a promised season, man. Just winter waste against the Rams. Bro, you know what's funny? There's a lot of talks going on saying that people are trying to recruit Russell. And like, everyone's just, Russell. Yeah, yeah. They're I've trying to that. get Russell. They're trying to get him to come to the I haven't, team. But... I haven't seen Russell put out a statement. He doesn't know what's going on. Over he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen? Come to the Patriots, baby. Dude, just work with Cam Newton, man. You guys got Cam. Oh, man. I'm hoping we pick someone up in the draft. Eh? Hopefully, like Trevor Lawrence or Mac Jones from Alabama. But oh, yeah. it's. As, it was a tough watch for me because I was supporting Brady, but I wanted, I just didn't want him to win for another really? team. Like, I want him to win for the Patriots, but like I said, I'm butthurt because, like, he's done so much for New England and he was our golden boy. But to see him win for another team, I, I, I'm happy in that yeah. way. Him and Gronk, like, for him and Gronk were amazing. Like, you could see the connection that they oh had. Oh, my it's gosh. Just... They were, yeah, they were so good, man. Brady was just throwing dimes out there, man. I seen that one, but I just yeah, it hurts because it's not the Patriots. And like, there's a couple of Patriots fan pages that belong to groups. Bro. Everyone's just oh really? What are they like? Yeah, half of them are happy and half of them are like, nah, shit. That's it's not support like the Bucks and stuff. But like I said, I, I'm I support Brady, man. I I love Brady. I love to see that he's happy. You know, mm. I love seeing that he's happy and he's happy where he's at. So I hope I wish him all the best, but. Happy it and, just sucks. Yeah. Happy, happy and, and drunk. Bro, it's, it's weird because he's, he's never like that. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to actually see him at this stage because he, he was never like that with the Patriots. Oh, man. But, I think I think when you reach a point in your career when you can dominate in both conferences, you just want to get... crazy. <laughs> you put it into perspective when you said that. Like, he's just moved into a new organization, no preseason, and he's taken them all the way to the hallowed ground. You know what's funny? He's beating the teams that beat him. He beat Mahomes, he beat Breeze, and he beat... Who else Rogers. Beat someone? Rogers. I can't believe Rogers won MVP, but he oh. played trash against Brady. Like, Brady just... Uh, hey, I think the MVP should have went to... 
the quarterback for the Bills. I think if the Bills played, if the Bills oh. made the final, they would have been a put up a better game than yeah, boring ass Kansas City. The Hurricane. Ah, uh, which who's that? Who's the Bills quarterback? The Bills, Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen, yeah. Oh, uh, Hurricane Tannehill. Tannehill or I kind of like. I think um, what's his name? Tyler Murray. Kyler, no, Kyler Murray. Is that his name? Kyler. Yeah, yeah, Kyler from the Cardinals. He's coming up pretty well. He He's good. Up. I wanted to see. Thing was doing well. The the quarterback from the Chargers, the oh, young yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, shoot. I know who you're talking about the Herbert, Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Bro, really, really well. What about the Rams and uh, the Lions making that big trade? Yeah, I couldn't. I feel sorry for Goffey. I think Goff went un, he went unwillingly. Like mm. it's sad because he's like, I'm glad to be at a place with like where I'm wanted. That's <laughs> bad. It's all business, baby. Like did you remember, at the end of the day, it's it's all business. Like yeah. if they tra- if the Patriots let Brady go, why did we let him go for man? Was the, was that the decision? Was that the decision? Yeah, or- Brady. Brady was wanting a little bit more. Um, I think from what from the amount of sources I've read, he wanted a little bit more money, and he wanted like just better receivers. Because you know how far we had no receiver, mm-hmm. our O line like we had kind of a trash as O line. Like our defense was was barely like you know holding on. Like yeah. he just didn't have any tools. And look what happens: you give Brady his tools, you give him two good wide receivers, you give him like a like a like a good running back, and you look he'll perform for you, but. Bill Belichick thinks he knows everything, and look what happens. We're fucking trash this year, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck. Too close to the mic, folks. <laughs> yeah, bro, we were trash this year, man. Like, you know what's funny? Brady scored more touchdowns in the postseason than, uh, what's his name again? Then Cam Newton, the whole entire season. Oh, my gosh. That's how. When I seen that stat, I was like, bro, this is bullshit, man. This is. I couldn't believe him, man. I was like, bro, give Brady what he wants and he'll give us what we want. But now Belichick thinking he knows every fucking thing, bro. That's kind of like what's going on with, with Seattle. The Russell wants to get involved with um picking Take the picking the team. Like Yeah. But I don't think um what's his name? Carol's budging. Like he you know, Carol will let him think, but ultimately Carol will make the final decision and Russell's getting a little bit frustrated because he wants to be involved in like recruiting and like picking up people for the offense and stuff, That's which like, is fair enough because you you yeah, think I'm the sure. quarterback should be like you know at the right hand of the coach, um you know when it's constantly picking their offensive like team and stuff. But that's what the Bucks did. That that's what the Bucks did uh, with the Bruce Arian, their coach. Pretty yeah. much, Brady told them that he wanted Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown was like, "You don't touch Antonio Brown because he causes trouble," but. The fact that Brady just said, told Bruce Aaron, don't worry about it. I'll take him under my arm. And look, you haven't heard a peep from Antonio Brown like this whole time he's been to the Bucs. And he's, he was actually, yeah. I think, oh, I'm just thinking Mike Evans, Godwin, and then they had Brown as well. That's, that must be heaven. And you got Gronk. The Gronk Kelsey got, tied Kelsey in. got shut down in that game. Uh, it's, it's, you know what I liked man. about that game was, um, uh, the, what's his name? Matthew, Tyron Matthew, yeah. yeah. Tyron Matthew and Brady had that little exchange. Yeah, 
<laughs> and then burning. And I saw the touchdown that Antonio Brown got. It was kind of like a, he ran forward and he stepped, zigged, and he zagged, and then Matthew got juked. And then yeah. Brady threw it straight to Brown, and Brady's like, whoa, whoa, what happened? <laughs> yeah. It's, bro, Brady is. is... But he's, 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 such, dog, he's, he's such an orc. Like, he's such class as well, Brady, because. Yeah. I remember he texted Matthew after. I mean, that's what came out on the on social media is that he texted Matthew and saying, "Hey, man, like you know, I just really loved like your competitive spirit kind of thing. Like it was it was good to see someone who's competitive and like on edge." I was like, "Oh, Brady, man, come on." Nah, this but Brady's all class. Like number one most classiest guy in the NFL. But I think I think like I said, he plays mind games a lot with you. I think the fact that he apologized <laughs> just rubbed more wounds. The true, way, true, like, yeah. It's just like oh. It's, yeah, it was a good Super Bowl. Like it's, it was a weird one for me. It's like watching my ex be happy with someone else. That's that's the way it felt like, man. It's, that's a good uh, analogy, man. It's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah I mean, no. I'm not speaking from personal experience. <laughs> hey, man, you trying to tell me something on this podcast? <laughs> I know. Man. But did you enjoy it? Like watching? Bro, watching I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. And I was going with Brady and like. Yeah, man. Just seeing the defense. My defense was the favorite, my favorite to watch, bro. They were shutting down everybody, man. It's Kelsey was getting shut down. Um, who else was it? Um, who's their wide receiver? The Chiefs. Terry. Terry. Yeah, Kill. Tyreek Hill. Bro, he was getting yeah. shut down. Yeah. Like it was crazy. You just see like this this defense has come out and just wreak havoc and bro, I was as it was cool because I was watching um Victor Ver. He's he's the, one of the Tongan, um, he's nose tackle, eh? Yeah. Tackle for, yeah. Uh, he had a good game too, man. He was getting in there. Burn. He I was, was just... like a number one draft pick a couple of years ago from Washington, Washington Huskies. Yeah. The college. He, yeah, he's quite young. 2018 he got drafted. Yeah. So he's only been in the league for three years, but he's Yeah, I enjoyed that Super Bowl. It was kinda of cool, not stressing as well because you know when your team's playing you're like on edge you're like come on come on but it was just kind of cool just to sit there and just enjoy it and it's kind of mm. history it's like historical because you know brady nfc mahomes and brady a lot of people are saying like this is like the michael jordan versus lebron james match which you can't really make that the comparison yeah more like a steph curry versus michael jordan maybe yeah bruh <laughs> he just He's the goat, man. Honestly, he's Michael Jordan more Joe Montana, and mm. then Brady would be kind of more compared to LeBron. But it's crazy. His his first year in the NFC, he wins. That's just unheard of. Like his first year, no preseason, no time to get adjusted with his receivers. They just meet at a park. Yeah. Oh, I would have thought. I think this the way the defense played. I don't think any team could have beaten them that day. Because uh, the Chiefs, they were the they were the highest scoring offense yeah. this year. If I if I heard that correctly somewhere, like their their offense were high powered, that the defense just nullified them. Yeah, yeah. I think we just threw in that sports topic as an extra bonus round. <laughs> right there we go, mate. We got another <laughs> got another segment. Another segment there. Anyways. To end our podcast, Simba, where can people find you if they are wanting to get in touch with you? Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, pretty easy. Simba Sensei underscore NG on Twitter, Instagram, and also Twitch. Any fans too? 
for an early fans. <laughs> you can say you want though. <laughs> and the same for me. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and not Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, um, and Twitch, which we still are working on our Twitch. We will be turning into a niche gaming uh, streaming yeah. page, but rookie senpai underscore ng mm. and also our youtube please we have just started uploading to our youtube and it's almost well free going on a month now yeah. we've been uploading to our youtube go on to our youtube check it out comment like and subscribe and smash that like button nice it's the one and yeah sound like, Ali, sound like Ali, eh? <laughs> we should have a like an intro like him <laughs> yeah he starts all this like loud ass like house music at the start yeah. <laughs> Uh, that guy sold his soul, man. <laughs> Bro, big time. Yeah. I used to love his videos, man. He used to give, like, the meanest, like, Call of Duty, like, tips. And, Cod. Cod, um, Cod was where is that, yeah. You know, like, build, like, builds and stuff, like, for your weapon layouts and stuff. That's what I used he to was, watch him for. He was, bro. He was, like, the, the go-to Cod guy for everyone back in mm. Black Ops 2 days. But, like I said, people grow. Like I said, we can't hit on the man's grind. Keep doing you, Ali. If you somehow list, manage to listen to this, you're doing well, my friend. Hold on, man. But anyways, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Nation Crossover Podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. See you. See you.